When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. Jordan, well, I kind of feel aired. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it'll probably cool off as it goes. I hope so. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> the sweatiest podcast on the radio. It's awesome. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Yep. Good. And we are back for another episode, stimulating episode of the Eagles Last Stand. I'm your host, Josh Sarnum, and today I'm joined by a special guest host. Everybody, I hope you welcome Brandy Nicole. Brandy, welcome, man. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you're here. You know, uh, we keep firing everybody. No, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> My time will come. <laughs> Tomorrow. Anyway, uh, no, so we've we, uh, been having a good time here uh, interviewing the, the last couple guys, and uh, tell you what, uh, this week it's been kind of special for uh, the club here, because not only do we have a family member in the house but uh we got a, a local superstar I, last night's show first off lee cruz is on the podcast we haven't thank you spot spied that by now but last the night eagles last stand ego yeah oh ego ego's last stand. ego's last stand. Well, that's much better that's much <laughs> yeah, i think was this a nature preserve show <laughs> the eagles last stand it's, it's native american um our logo is that that indian crying on the side of the road because everybody keeps littering um no steve martin said that being a stand-up comedian is the ego's last stand so i just thought that was pretty i'm not gonna argue with steve no nah, I, I mean can't he'll just run you in circles anyway right uh, last night's show yeah uh monumental historic i've never in my life in the the three years that i've been working here i've never seen a comic get a standing ovation on the way to the stage and then leaving the stage that was just yeah. amazing and uh, i mean how'd that feel uh, you know, first of all, I, let's um, let's look at what you just said. I got a, I didn't deserve the standing ovation going up certainly because I hadn't done anything yet, and I don't know about going out. It may have been they were glad it was over. I'm not sure <laughs> why they stood. Either way, all right. Let's let's look at first off. Yes, it was totally deserved. I, it felt it felt very nice. It was it was very nice. I uh, but again, I don't think I deserved it. I, my performance last night was not that good. I was off. I, I, I felt off, and I couldn't I couldn't get rid of Scott knew it. Scott I, knew it. Well, you know, I, I think you were flabbergasted by how well, like how much love was in the room. I think that kind of threw you because normally you're just up on the stage and you're like I'm just a dude up there, just just doing yeah, your shit. What do I got to deal with? Yeah, yeah, you know. But I mean, it was more personal. I think. Yeah, it and, was, and I think that's what was. And, and, and off. listen, I loved every one of them. They were they were fantastic, and they've been kind to me. Um, I don't know that I would want to do comedy that way, right? You know, <laughs> would you be more comfortable with just a show of hands after of who enjoyed? Yeah, just yeah, a yeah quiet, that would be nice, a... right? Or you know. <laughs> Um, here's why I, I thought about this because um, last night again it was it was fantastic and I, I sound like such a spoiled brat saying this because I'm it sounds like I'm complaining and I am not but you get in the comedy to to make jokes and kill and to win people over sure. so you stand in front of a bunch of strangers and you hope at best they're neutral to you right and then you take laughs from them 
right? Sure. That feels good. Yeah. That's what you want. That's why you're in the business. You know, I, last night, I don't think I could have done anything wrong with these people. You couldn't have. And that's, that felt very weird well, and, and wrong in a lot of ways. But understand something, though, Lee. For 25 years, you have earned every bit of what that's you got last night. But it, okay, I, and I, I appreciate that. Thank you. But it has nothing to do with comedy sure. and the work. <laughs> you know, they I, were here to support me for what happened in television. Absolutely. And that, that to me, that is, it just feels odd. Sure. I, I, and I, I've probably made everybody mad. No, He's no. a spoiled brat who's no. complaining Actually, about his standing O. It, it's, it just didn't feel justified to me. Actually, I didn't earn it. And anybody that that is a fan of stand-up understands exactly what you're saying. So, I mean, no, we get that. Yeah. But, you know, last night was more than just about stand-up comedy. It was about injustice. Yeah, and I, I, I know. I know. I don't want it to be about that, though. Sure. I, I don't want to be a lightning rod for anything other than jokes. I just want to do my job. I, yeah. don't, I didn't I didn't want this. No, no. And I does? know and, and and I know that a lot of people support me because they can see themselves in me. They can see that they are loyal to a company and, and they make an accident, a mistake, and they're they're vilified. Yeah. And and then they have to lose their job with no um, consideration as to who they really are or as to what they have done in the past. Absolutely. So I think people identify with that because they, they can see how political correctness or the culture is changing in that direction to where, you know, your average Joe or Josh <laughs> could could get, you know, just nailed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been there before. Yep. Uh, not quite in the public eye like you are. But I've been there, and I understand exactly what you know. You went through it, it's horrible. You were you were executed, tried and executed by the court of public opinion. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even it wasn't even fair. Um, well, I don't even know. We say public, and you're right to an extent, but it was a very small group. No, absolutely. But it, that has a lot of weight with uh, corporate America, who wants well, to look as if they are socially aware. And I think you can do both. I think you can be socially aware and make sure that you're on the side of justice but when you're on the side of justice you have to look at the facts sure and and i you know and i had a conversation with um several of my friends and and many of them are people of color that were very concerned about the way this would go and and their take and i agree with them was that you keep doing this kind of thing because that's the thing people don't see and is uh, when i'm in public and and i'm going to kroger or the car wash or whatever i'm doing the most zealous people in this whole thing that have come up to me to say that they were sorry were people of color yeah. people that came up to me sure. go, Lee, you were you were done wrong and i think they have a better antenna as to what real racism is and what it looks like Absolutely. And, and not a guy who made a mistake because he was misinformed right and so th- they I think to them, they're like, we, you can't do this. Because if you do, when the real racism that is out there rears its ugly head, the majority of people going, well, you've said this so much, I don't know that I can believe you anymore. Right. Yeah. And they're not going to take it as seriously as they should. Yeah. Do you keep up with the uh, the social media responses and, and what people are, all the support? And I haven't really seen much negative. Uh, well, there was a lot of negative in the beginning. <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to say a lot, but there was, you know, a few folks that wanted to. And, and what happened with my situation was there was a, a people that weren't familiar with the show on a local level that saw the, the 15, 30 second clip. And then they retweeted or reposted sure and and it made enough noise that the herald leader 
then took it and ran with it and they put it on a national platform and then that's when some social justice warriors thought oh let's let's um let's do this fry this guy <laughs> yeah let, let's go after him um what's the term i'm looking for where you uh, justify your you know, i'll think of it in a minute but but anyway that's what they were doing and so they grandstanded on top of uh, my mistake which wasn't what it really looked as if it was because it wasn't right and then the company had to i guess they th even though they didn't talk to me they didn't talk to my cohorts so either my co-host or my producer and pulled the trigger after that moment though that's when kentucky woke up and went what yeah what do you mean and then, and then that's what you're talking about is yeah. where you see all this the positive reinforcement I got, which you know was a, a, just a tsunami compared to that little trickle of Absolutely. hate I was getting there for a while. I, I mean, dude, I've known you for a little while now. You ain't got a mean bone in your body. There's just no malice intent in you. Well, there's nothing funny about racism unless Mel Brooks is doing it, well, and, and he's making fun of it. Right. You know, and then I wouldn't laugh at that. I wouldn't think this is funny. Again, I mean, the way that whole day happened is the most surreal, unbelievable thing ever because uh, we got back, uh, Haley and I, we, we came in late to the station, which happens maybe three or four times a year. I literally walk in, put on my earpiece, go sit in the chair. Yeah. And then begin the show. Right. And so these stories are coming at me on the teleprompter, which I have I have not had a chance to proofread. I normally do because I want to write jokes in there. Sure. I don't have a chance at this, so I'm just riffing. Right. Yeah. And then we have the royal family debate, and we argue about it. Which was common. Which, well, it was also going to be sponsored. Yeah. We did it so much, the salespeople <laughs> wanted... sponsored. Yeah, so we put what we call in the TV business a billboard, which is an opening. So, you know, like SNL would do an opening for Black Jeopardy or whatever your favorite sketch is. Sure. So we had that, too. And, um, and so we get out of that, and it's my turn to read. So I begin to read... And BBC disc jockey, fired for making fun of royal family. Again, I don't think racist thoughts. I don't know sure. wh right. why would I not go, hey, this is my new favorite. I'm trying to score points against Haley's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> right. I go, look, there's a guy in England that ag agrees with me that yeah. this is all nonsense. Right. This worship of the royal family. Um, even when I read the words uh, used a depiction of a chimpanzee for the uh, for the baby, I, I'm thinking Monty Python sketch. You yeah. know the yeah. way they would use fish to talk to you in the morning. Sure. I don't know what he's done, but it must be funny. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, then it, we've so the second paragraph it's it says something about racism, and then I kind of tap the brakes. Go, what? Wait a minute. What's this? Right. I'm thinking, and then Haley's yelling at me. She knew about it. She follows the tabloids. She's not trying to hurt me. She's trying to save the bit. Sure. sure. And say, why don't you? Why don't you take a photo and uh, of a monkey and say it's the royal baby? See if you don't think it's racist, and you'll see me behind my coffee mug. And I'm going, what the hell is going what on right happened? now? What just happened? What just happened? Exactly, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. What are we talking about? What did this guy do? I'm completely confused. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't even think about it anymore after that, because we get out of it. I make a joke about her, and then the, we do the rest of the day. We do the 4 o'clock. Not until that night, I thought, what was that bit about? And I look it up, and I see the photo for the first time, because we don't have access to the photo that day. So right. I'm flying blind completely. And then I go, oh, God. 
Well, this guy, this guy, this guy's a piece of work. All right, let me apologize tomorrow. Sure. And I thought that'd be the end of it. Yeah. Did you apologize on your own accord? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I went to my boss that morning and said, "Hey, I just want to let you know, I'm going to apologize uh, on the show today." Right. And he said, "Why?" And I said, "Well, this DJ over in Britain did this thing, and I didn't know what he'd done, so I want yeah. to make sure folks know that that's I don't actually think that's funny." Of course not. And. Um, and he said, okay, go do it. And yeah. we thought, again, that would be it. Yeah. I had no idea that, you know. A week later. You make a mistake, <laughs> and then people want your job for that. Right. Um, I mean, I guess I've seen it, you know, but just, wow, you think people know you better than that. But, yeah, they don't. And, and then, of course, the Herald Leader jumped all over it. Yeah. And the Herald Leader, by the way. And they're... There are dozens, maybe, of they subscribers. They have every, every, yeah. They have every time they've talked about it now. And, I mean, I honestly, I people don't think the media has a bias, but geez, oh, Pete. Yeah, they really do. Yes. Every time they talk about it. So they've done, they've done editorial columns. They've, they did the story two or three times. And even when they did the What's Happening This Weekend, Lee Cruz is a comedy off Broadway. They use the chimpanzee photo. I saw that. What does that have to do with me? I don't mean the, they get that photo of me where I'm looking like a chimpanzee, you know, <laughs> yeah. where I'm making the face. But the actual chimpanzee photo, they attach it to yeah. me to try to do their thing. Sure. It's I, I saw that. This I mean, they do it every time. There's thousands of photos they could use, and they do that one. I was trying to do a little bit of research before today, and that's mm -hmm. all that came up is that photo on yeah. and the Herald Leader over and over. Yeah. Yeah, it was on there numerous times. That's what they do. You know, I, I mean, it, it would be a really crappy interview if we didn't bring up what happened. Um, yeah. But there is so much more going on with you that I would love to talk about. And, uh, I mean, absolutely. If there's something else you want to get off your chest about this, let's talk about it. But oh, I don't care. I just, I, you know, it, it was an injustice. And I think the majority of the people understand that and see that. And that's why people are supporting you the way they're supporting you. Yeah. And as they should. Um, but I mean, you made a statement to me last night that I think is awesome, and I'd love to hear more about it. You told me you're more busy now unemployed than you were when you, when you were employed. That's true. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm more busy, but I. I thought you know I could just be a trophy husband and <laughs> lay around and you know suntan all day. Why not? But she wasn't going for that. No. <laughs> no. I, no. I've got meetings. Uh, I've got things that I'm working on uh, with other broadcast entities that I very nice okay. talk about. Awesome. Uh, um. And it requires a lot of uh, due diligence with attorneys and this sure. and that. So that's what I'm doing. Fantastic. I spend most of my time having lunches. Well, good. It's and not a bad day. You know, I was no. I was actually going to ask you if uh, that was something like that was in the works. And I'm glad I'm glad to hear yeah. that. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be glad to hear that. And, and you know, when I was going through it, this I don't know how many people said, "Hey, this is going to turn out better for you." And you know, when you're in the darkness, that's oh, sure great. It sounds that's just a cliche, but I think that's true. You know, yeah, I think it is true, and I think it will. Well, I think so I'm uh, looking forward to making all this uh, a reality. Oh, me too, and I and I can't wait to see uh, whatever entity that is. Their ratings triple because you're there, and well, that's that's sure to happen. I hope so. Oh, absolutely, yeah. and I hope. Uh, Hope some other people that were done wrong in that situation end up coming out on top too, because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know there, there were some other people that were hurt by this as well, and really had nothing to do with it other than the fact that yeah. You know. Well, again, I, and I want to make 
sure that I it wasn't Lexington it wasn't the right. my, my family and friends where I worked right it wasn't those guys at all it was a decision that came from the parent company called Scripps right that didn't talk to me again didn't talk to anybody that was involved to ask what happened you think they would be do their due diligence and, and think over investigate but two decades not. of service is worth worthless yeah, you would think you would come down and ask the question but you didn't ask you know hey Lee what happened right we want to talk to you before because we're leaning towards letting you go so we sure. want your side of it I'm yeah. glad to give it to them yeah and would you I mean honestly you'd understand at that point if they at least came to you and said this is what we're leaning towards because of this can you give us your side of it I mean well I, yeah I, I would understand that you're leaning that way I would also call you cowards well yeah absolutely um, you know, I'm just saying you're it, just going to give them to this uh, online mob mentality the, diff, the I, I, I've been through the looking glass and the disparity in reality and what you see on social media is so vast it's crazy and if you stay on social media long enough you start to believe this <laughs> is the reasoning of the people and it is not right yeah. it just simply is not social media is a small percentage of who we are as Americans absolutely and you you gotta get your head out of your ass when it comes to that. Agreed. Totally. And, 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 that. But there's companies now that that's all they follow. They yeah. think that they're getting tweets and messages and phone calls, and they think, well, this is what the people want. Well, if you don't have some discernment and wisdom, you're going to get killed. Yeah. And as a result, my f poor fellow workers at LAX18 are getting killed over there. Right. Yeah. For a decision they didn't make, and I feel bad for them. Yeah. And, and who can blame you? And it, what a crater that was left with that yeah. decision. Yeah. Um, but you know what? That was their decision. That's something that they're going to have to deal with. And you're going to move on to bigger and better things. And I just know you are. You, you can't help but land on your feet with all the experience you have and well, things you've done. Well, we'll see. Oh, well. Yeah. From your lips to God's, God's ears. ears. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You know, even Jews say that. It's okay. <laughs> even Jews say Even it. Jews say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the book I follow was based on a bunch of Jews. <laughs> That's what I hear. That's yeah. what I hear. Yeah, I had a debate about that with a, a little kid that I uh, taught VBS yeah. uh, this past summer. Yeah. And uh, somebody had mentioned... Now, VBS at Temple? No, no, no. Uh, at a Christian oh, church. Oh, uh, yeah. really? Yeah, they I, brought you in. Actually, I, I'm baptized Christian. I was raised Catholic. You know, I'm just a Jew by birth, mainly. So, um, well, you don't consider yourself a Messianic Jew, though? Um, no, I don't. I just, yeah. I'm just a Jew. My mom was a Jew, so that makes me a Jew. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I'm teaching VBS and uh, somebody... But, but, but Messianic Jews are Jews who believe in Christ. Okay. I, I'm a Christian Jew. Well, that's a Messianic Jew in my <laughs> definition of it. I thought you were trying to get me to build something. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's Messianic. Okay. Yeah. Messianic. Messianic. Okay. Yeah. You believe Jesus is the Messiah. That's what you believe. I do. Okay. I do. There you go. That's definitely that. not a Jew, though. Jews don't think that at all. Well, the, you think the original Jews did? <laughs> well, don't you know Paul and Peter were Jews? Everybody you talk about in the Bible is a Jew. And okay, that's the whole point. Well, then, you know, all right. I mean, there, and that was that was the point I was trying to make to this little kid. He, he said something disparaging about Jews. I said, "Can you name another Jew?" He's like, "No." I said, "How about Moses?" He goes, "He was Christian." I said, "No, he was a Jew." Yeah. I said, "Let's keep going because they're all Jews. All of them are Jews. Yeah, every, every one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Matthew, Peter, Mark. I mean, they're all Jews. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, except for Pilate. Yeah. Well, he was Roman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hope.
Not a Jew. Not a Jew. Not a Jew. Not a nice guy. Uh, didn't really care about anything, though, did he? Um, you, you, uh, he was you, caught up. You know what he's caught up in? Social media. That's what it was. <laughs> somebody piled. tweeted, somebody tweeted, killed Jesus. And he was like, you know what? Well, essentially, I mean, that's sort of the mindset. Let me check with you the Herald Leader. Uh, what's <laughs> this mob want me to do? Well, let's, che- let's check with the Herald Leader. No. Um, Barabbas yeah. won the Facebook poll. That's right. Yeah, Barabbas. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Barabbas. Yeah, let's, let's, look at the, let's look at the Herald Leader subscribers. You uh, 30 people, what do you, uh, what do you want us to <laughs> <Yeah>. do? <laughs> Herald Leader. Crap. Um, comedy shows. Do you got any coming up? Uh, well, Aside I was on weekend. the road um, recently. I was up in, uh, where was I? Clarksville, Indiana. Our friend, our mutual friend, Sean Reynolds, actually booked it. Yeah. Um, and I went to do it. Sean was bragging about it, said, this is great. So I get there. It's an outdoor venue. I'm already pissed at Sean. <laughs> and it's not gated, meaning it's just walk-up oh, with wow. lawn chairs. Oh, wow. So now I'm really bad. I go, Sean, what is this? I know it looks like a hell gig, he said. But it's actually good. And he was right. It turned out they do this maybe once a year. It's a summer event they do for their town. And people come to just enjoy comedy. Yeah. And it, it was me and Mike Nielsen. And um, it was fun. I, I had a good time doing how, that. How gig. many people showed up to that? It was probably 200 maybe. Oh, wow. Something like that. It wasn't like the theater last year where it was like 400 degrees while you're on stage, was it? Where was that? At, the uh, one you and Scott and Garrett. Oh, that was an outdoor too. But yeah. now that uh, that's the Pioneer Playhouse though. That, I mean, that's a theater. That's it, a real theater. It was like 200 degrees yeah, on it was stage. Hot. It was really hot. It was hot. Garrett but, said he was melting. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was. <laughs> He's out there for what? Five minutes? Five minutes. I did 45. Jesus. Melting. These kids. They can't take anything. Yeah. He didn't even have water with him. I mean, Jesus. He wouldn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got anything coming up? Uh, to plug? No, I don't have anything to plug coming up that I can think of. I know I'm going to be somewhere, but I can't think of it at the moment. Well, if you think of it, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll throw it out let there. You know. Yeah, I'm, um, I've, been, I've been busy, you know, being unemployed, as I said earlier. Right. I've, I've got some things I'm working on uh, that I can't talk about. That's that, fine. Uh, but uh, people will know about it on social media eventually <laughs> well uh, whenever you you get all those things ducks yeah. in a row and that to happen yeah. we'll have you come back and we can talk yeah, about well, it sure. I can great. talk about it then yeah that'd be awesome yeah. Uh, so th- there's a couple things I want to talk to you about and uh, one of them is I'm, I want some dirt on Scott Wilson and uh, if there's anybody that's got dirt on Scott Wilson like a story you got, you got any uh, like, an anecdote like, Anecdotes on Scott. Anecdotes. I got plenty of stories about Scott Wilson, but um, you know, Scott, when I when we did a little touring together early on, you know, and um, like I would open for him starting off, and and he was Spartacus. He really was. You know, I think people come here, they see him open. He's in the horrible slot of of opening. You know, taking the bullet, as we say. Uh But um, you know. I I would watch him in amazement. I learned a lot. I probably learned more from Scott than anybody on how to handle various situations and look for the funny in the room. Right. And but Scott would slay guys that you know because a lot of we did. I remember we were at either Bears and we did a show at uh, somewhere in Ohio, and I would watch him handle drunks and hecklers, and and he was he was as good as anybody. I, 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 Back in the day. Now, of course, he's well, feeble and old. Well, I mean, I still learn stuff from him. You know, I mean, especially when he's dealing with 
you know jerks in the room mm-hmm. and uh, just the, his ability to retain all the different ways to react to people yeah. is is pretty amazing yeah I, I adore the guy um, one of the funniest things that, I, that you know when you think about life and you go I, I, I laughed as hard as I've ever laughed you know and you may have like three or four of those moments one of them is Scott and I were doing a writing session over to his house and we decided to order a pizza and um and he lives in a split-level home, so when you open the door, you can either go up the steps or down the steps or off the left to the dining living room area. And so we both run upstairs. I said, I got it. I'll pay for it. And he goes, I'll get drinks. So he goes upstairs to the kitchen to get the drinks, and um, I am standing in the doorway, and the pizza delivery man has handed me the pizza. So I got to reach for my wallet. So I take the pizza and I turn and I put it on the, about the fourth step, set it there so I can now get my wallet. Right. So I get my wallet out and I'm paying the guy. Now here comes Scott down the stairs oh. with drinks in his hand. Oh, and you know about Scott's eyesight. It's yeah. not the best. Right. He doesn't see the pizza. <laughs> God love him. He steps on the pizza and becomes Tony Hawk. <laughs> He, he skateboards the pizza down. I, I hear it because I turn to see it and I hear and him going, whoa. And he hits me and pushes me into the pizza guy who goes out into the yard, falls down out into the yard like a Three Stooges sketch. And he's on the ground and he gets up. So I ain't never seen that before. And then I said, I'm so sorry. And I give him the money. Now we got this pizza with a shoe imprint. I mean, the box was still on top of it, but it's indented. And we laughed that entire night. Just (laughs) tears streaming down our face. uh, Because we just kept thinking about that poor pizza guy who saw this. I've never seen that before. (laughs) This big guy hit this little guy and shove him into him and skateboard the pizza down the staircase. Oh, that was so funny. Jesus. Oh, God, I love that moment. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I love uh, Scott's writing style. Uh, Scott has the ability to write uh, uh, dick jokes without actually saying dick. And that's, uh, okay. I mean, most of his stuff is like that. It's a fine art. It, it is a fine it's art. A fine art. Yeah. Um, with your stand-up, um, you know, I heard some of your new stuff last night. Uh, how, how much time did you have to prepare that? Because, I mean... The- I've only uh, executed once. Uh, I was at the castle in uh, Versailles, and I did the jokes there. And I still don't really have them down. I mean, I'm trying to just get sequences and cut them and, and edit them to where they're efficient, you know? Well, they... I, I liked them. I mean, I just sat in the back just watching everything. And- I would imagine whatever I keep from this, and I don't know... It's hard to... That'd be hard to do on the road. Um, but I found ways I can do certain things on the road. I can make them more generalized where they work. Right. But that, you know, right now it's probably a five, six minute chunk. It'll probably end up being three. Sure. You know, just keep trying this time and... next year. Yeah. I'll get it down. But I mean, you know, that's quick. That's the process, though, right? Yeah, that is the process. Trim yeah. the fat, trim the fat, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, you're still going to be involved in all the contests and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, we're starting that up uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah. You're going to open up for us? I'm opening up for okay. you. Yeah. yeah. Haley Harmon, the uh, 
the, the co-host, correct, that loves the royal family, will be the <laughs> will be uh, one of the celebrity judges for us. That's fantastic. That's I love hearing that. I love that she's going to still be involved as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now that, that none of that affect Haley and I. If anything, it just made it stronger for yeah, us. Our bond. It, it couldn't have. Yeah. Um, and you know, she, she defended me as well as anybody, and it's just it's just ridiculous that we had to go through that, but. That's the way it works. Yeah, it is what it is. What's your favorite joke you like telling on stage? What's the one that you get the most satisfaction out of? Uh, the newest one, whatever that is. <laughs> you know, the, like one of the ones from the yeah, I would imagine bit you last night. Uh, yeah, because uh, I, you know, I like the way you opened. I mean, yeah, yeah. that was great. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I get like any other comic. I get bored and tired of my own material. Sure, but there are times when it'll. It'll feel new for some reason. I'll think of it in a different way while on stage, and then I'll even write another angle or a new tag or something. But whatever the newest joke is, is the one I like to tell. You know, it's the one I want to get to, obviously. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I'll like them all. I, if I don't like them, I won't do them. Yeah. You know, I'll get rid of them. Do you have any uh, greatest hits that you've been doing? Because you've been doing comedy a long time. Yeah. Any that um, kind of followed you that you just keep up with? As far as jokes? Yeah. Um, well, I guess, yeah. I've stayed with uh, the the transportation bit is, is done really well for me. Um, and then I can always add to that, you know, about the way we the way we transport ourselves across America. Yeah. And then the other one is the the marriage chunk, especially the handbook of marriage. I like that right. chunk, and I can always add and subtract from that. I can add a new page if I want page two, page three, yeah. page four, page five, whatever it is. Um, and I, I have fun doing that. It, it's fun to watch the audience. Those jokes in particular connect really well. Yeah. Just about with everybody. It's sort of right. universal because they've been in that moment. And so it's fun to watch their faces, you know, sort of go, ah, you know, especially wives. They elbow <laughs> their husbands, you know. That's what you do, you you idiot. I see that quite a bit, you know. So you've been married a long time. Yeah. How did your, how did your wife feel about that? Uh, she has no opinion on this. <laughs> Can be bothered with She's your not work? allowed to have an opinion on this. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Does she vote? No, she's not allowed. That's great. I mean, she walks five paces behind me that's at all times. That's good. That's she, they, love, uh, they love him in Japan. She, uh, I mean, she gives me input, and it's she's usually right about stuff too. You know? I figured. Um, but yeah, now there has there have been attempts, and I should say successful attempts, to edit some of my sure. material. There, when we were first married, I was doing a lot of ex-girlfriend stuff. She hated that. Yeah. Even though the ex-girlfriends were the targets of the humor. And I'm like, it's not gonna work. Well, I didn't understand it's that. It's upsetting me a little bit, and I have no ties with you. Well, well, so I, I stopped doing it while she was in the room. Smart. If she wasn't smart. in the room, I'd do the joke. <laughs> sure. If I got 45 minutes to fill, you know, I'm gonna fill yeah. the time here. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, this is running to the end of the uh, free portion. Uh, we're getting ready to uh, film our bonus stuff for our Patreon fans. So if you're on Patreon, you're looking at this video, make sure you subscribe so you can see the rest of this with all the bonus stuff because we've got some more interesting things to ask Lee, especially I got a Scott Wilson story that he told me that I want to see what your, your side of it was because I, I love hearing when they, they go back and forth and we'll get Scott on here and he'll rebut it and it'll right. be a lot of fun. Right. But uh, you got anything else before we switch over to that? No, what's wrong with these cheap people that won't go with us? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Open up the pocketbook for crying out loud. What the hell is two bucks to you? Good is that what it is? That's two a, bucks? It's two bucks to become a patron. That's all it is. My Jerry's goodness. kids over here. Jerry's. 
<laughs> Do you got anything else? I'm good. All right. Well, for Lee Cruz and Brandy Nicole, I'm Josh Starm. You guys have a good night.